You are listening to Fresher Take, the podcast, live from quarantine. I am Joshua Corbett-Hoffman, and with me, as always, is Arjun Dodger. Arjun, a very special Fresher Take today. Very special Fresher Take. I'm, like, surrounded by faces. This is, like, the most popular we've ever felt as a podcast, for sure. <laughs> uh, we're finally going mainstream, Josh. I, don't know, I know we've been dreading this moment, and we've been preparing for this for a while. We've got, like, a little action plan. Um, yeah, well, we were saying earlier that this is like probably the same amount of listeners that we get on the radio, but we can actually just see everyone, which seems to make it a lot more intimidating. But I think we're up for it. I hope so. This is like, this is years of training I've come to this. Years and years of training. Yeah, exactly. So Arjun, what we're required to do now, as opposed to when we're doing the podcast, is to introduce ourselves. So do you want to go first and tell us who you are right. and why you're here? I am a King's uh, historian, so I'm not actually from Clare. I've, I've infiltrated the group chat, uh, the Zoom chat, sorry. Um, and yeah, I'm a fresher. Uh, I've had all the fresher experiences, as far as I can tell. And I think that a year of doing this podcast has made me even worse at giving advice. Um, every week, I chat more and more, complete and utter just stupid nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> very accurate i would say um i am josh um also a fresher i'm at claire doing philosophy and yeah so we started this podcast in the first in michaelmas term of freshers called it a fresher take because we're like we're freshers we have no idea what the experience is at the time certainly we didn't and perhaps now we have some sort of experience um so i think i've actually got better advice i'm going to go out on a limb and say that you've become the voice of reason You've definitely become the voice of reason. And the voice of the people. <laughs> in many ways. Fine, okay. <laughs> On the ground, yeah. Okay, we'll take that. So, at the beginning of every show, usually we have a guest. But today, because we are on a group Zoom call, we thought we'd give the shout out, whoever wants to be a guest can be a guest. So does anyone want to be very brave? And just put your hand up if you want to be a guest for our first question. Marina, amazing. Um, Marina... We ask all our guests at the beginning of every show, first of all, who are you? And second of all, why are you prepared to give advice? Um, I am Marina McCrady. I am a first year at Clare doing classics. Um, I think I'm prepared to give advice because I've made many, many mistakes myself. And I'd like to think I've learned from them and then can then prevent other people making those same mistakes. That is beautiful. So let's go to our first question. Marina, we ask all our guests to give us a fake name to preserve the anonymity of the people asking. Can you give us a fake name for this first question asker? Um, yeah, this is, this is Jacob. 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 We had a Jacob in our last episode, actually. Clearly a common name. Okay. Jacob asks, I've been with my boyfriend since just a bit before Freshers Week started but I've never really been truly happy with him. He's from a great well-off family and he does what I say, which is nice, but none of my friends think he's attractive and he will often give, me give my food to his friends when I've been looking forward to eating it all day. He did this once with my homemade spaghetti I had made ages, cooking to perfection. I've recently downloaded Tinder with a fake name so I could just have a look around. Of course, I'd never follow through with anything, but people keep telling me this is wrong Surely it is all right to just look but not touch, like being at a museum. 
So there it is. <laughs> a lot to unpack there for Jacob. Marina, you've bitten off a lot more than you can ask for here with this volunteer for this question. That's a question. Arjun, do you have any initial reaction? <laughs> so let's just recap, actually. So Jacob, been with their boyfriend since just a bit after Freshly Week started, never truly been happy with them. And they do what they say, but they eat their food. And they've done, now Jacob downloaded Tinder. So let's start with a simple question, Arjun. What do you think, right off the well, bat, Jacob's just You know doing? what my answer is going to be. It's going to be <laughs> socially distanced polygamy. Those are, the, those, are the init, those are my initial thoughts coming into this. That's just where I'm coming from. I don't know about you guys. That's your default position. Yeah. Always, <laughs> always. Topic, that is automatically where I stand. Marina, do you have any initial thoughts for Jacob? I said it before and I'll say it again. My instinct is always just end the relationship. And I don't know why that's my instinct, but it is. Um, right. So we have yeah. the moment you start window shopping, it's kind of doomed to, there's no coming back from that. Yeah, I feel like if you're questioning it to that extent that you're going to download Tinder, that's pretty, pretty much a sign. Yeah, I think the first line of the question, I've been with my boyfriend since just a bit before Freshers Week, but I've never been truly happy with him. It's almost like they're answering the question themselves. Yeah. That's really long as well. God. <laughs> well, what do you think about this added spaghetti? Because I have to say there's an element of me which is like kind of the spaghetti injustice is in some ways equal to infidelity in a relationship. So maybe Jacob has a voucher, a one-off voucher to repay that spaghetti by cheating on this person. What, a voucher for what? Like Pizza Express? What are you? No, no, no. A, a stealing someone's spaghetti equals cheating on them. Oh, okay. More so than downloading Tinder with a fake name. Yeah, well, he, Jacob can follow through. It, I feel like <laughs> the situation changes if it's a girl, if Jacob is in fact a girl. Because I feel More. like a boyfriend telling their girlfriend to stop eating is kind of a different vibe than just a boyfriend, like, like nicking food, you know? Right. That's my hot take. I see what you mean. Um, I really don't know how to decipher this homemade spaghetti um, <laughs> business, but something tells me that it's just one of these festering parts. Do you think that there's an element of like impoliteness to break up with someone in these quarantine times? Do you think that Jacob should put it off and continue using Tinder on the download until they can meet in person and then they can end it? I'm not... I kind of... I'm kind of with Marina on this, I've got to say, in terms of my instinct is to say, don't, it, for both people, there's no point dragging it along. Um, even, even in quarantine, when, um, you know, you've got nothing else to do. But maybe quarantine is a great healing time. So maybe they, Jacob's partner could benefit, actually. And Jacob could benefit from that time being just with the family with no distractions um, to heal. So I think, yeah, I think definitely... If, I mean, how do you break up in quarantine? Because, you know, they say you can't break up over the phone, but it's the only option. I feel like this is the only time it's permissible to break up over the phone. Do you think? Yeah. So it's do you, got a, do you uh, think that the, the video call is better than the phone, though? Having that, like, little two-second delay between, like, I need to chat, oh. I need to break up. You know, like, is that worse or better? No. I think that's absolute 
mayor having to be in this situation when you are so boxed in and especially because your friends are far away as well which is often a big help when, when you're in this situation but i'm interested particularly in your view arjun marina on surely it's all right to just look but not <laughs> look but not touch like being in a museum i no not all right I think when you formalise it by getting Tinder, no, it's not. It's like a museum, makes it so much worse. Like obviously, everyone, everyone, like no one can control their feelings completely. So like it's inevitable that in a relationship, like you get, you know, you have wandering eyes sometimes. But like to to formalise it by getting Tinder is a bit, bit yeah. of a step too far, I reckon. It's risky, isn't it? Like you, find, you like yeah. you accidentally see a mutual friend on there, like. <laughs> True. Do you think though it's like? Part of their Jacob's reasoning might be, I'm not sure if I want to break up, but I just want to try to see if I w- might fall for anyone else and if I'm in that phase. And if I am, then it's definitely at the time. Um, do you think that is an adequate excuse, Arjun? I think it's a bit disingenuous to, um, to do that. I think it's, you know, he can, and, but it's just, it's, he's got to know that, that he's playing with someone else's feelings or potentially two people's feelings. Um, and that is a decision for Jacob to make if he's all right with the moral consequences of that. I don't know. That's what, that's what, what about you, Josh? Are you like, would you do that? Are you uh, looking for a new host on a fresh take? <laughs> yeah, I've downloaded the uh, Tinder for podcast hosts. And I've been, uh, I've been looking around. I haven't fallen for anyone yet, though. So I think maybe I'll just delete the app. Um, no, I, I, <laughs> I agree with you, Arjun, in that if you're even considering looking for something else, then... And especially, you know, I presume they're a uni student. They've got no pressure to stay with them forever. So I think, yeah, the advice is. And this is, I think, the second official time that we've advised someone to break up, which, again, is a little bit of pressure. But you happy to do that, Arjun and Marina? I think, I think my official advice is break up over the telephone, not over Zoom or, like, Skype or anything. Okay. Avoid- no face. Can we just role play that then? Since, since you're, you seem very confident, you seem very confident about this idea. Yeah. So why don't you give me a call? Yeah. What's your, what's your name? I'm Jacob. You're, okay. So my name is um, Jacobet. Hi, hi Jacobet. How, how you doing? Actually, sorry, uh, I don't really care how you're doing. Um, Excuse me? Isn't <laughs> that... We need to break up. I'm sorry. Sorry, you're breaking up, did you say? No, yeah. no call, call me on like WhatsApp or something if you're breaking up. No, 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 not, not, not breaking up like that. It, it all goes back to that time that you took my spaghetti. Um, I've been feeling like this hasn't been working since, since that time. But I thought, because the spaghetti that you made was like al dente. It was like, you said you didn't like it like that. You said, well, like, well, like kind of more cooked. But I like it. I like it al dente. So is it? Is this really about... compatible? This is why I've been on Tinder. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Goodbye. You've you've been eliminated. <laughs> okay. As usual, Arjun displays his brilliant right. uh, yeah skills in uh, phone calls. Okay. Fair enough. I think that worked pretty well. <laughs> All right. No, I I'll chime in. Sorry. Oh, go on. No, I no, I agree. Yeah, I think it's time time to end things maybe slightly um 
slightly more considerately than it had in how it played out there in the role playing there. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just time to go their separate ways. Okay. I mean, like, with the fact that she literally was like, at the start, I'm, I've never been fully happy in this relationship. Yeah, exactly. What was that? <laughs> True. I feel like sometimes, though, when you're contemplating the end of a relationship, you can, it can sour in hindsight the whole thing. So I do, I do have some um, sympathy with Jacob, perhaps that their mind is slightly twisted. But if, if that is on face value, then absolutely um, time to go. Um, Aggie, say more sensitively than Arjun did. Um, I can't quite believe that. <laughs> I thought I had a very tactful touch. I think I'm very good with emotions. You know what? Actually, you're probably you're probably more correct than I am. What, who am I to say? <laughs> yeah, I've been doing this for a very long time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I think there is, to be fair, there is some merit in revealing that you're a complete arsehole at the end of a relationship because it makes it easier to get over someone. You know? Oh, you think? So, so that, that's what you were doing then on purpose, was yeah. making it... Okay, why, would you, just, why would you want to go out with someone like that? Yeah, but then also you feel like, what the hell was I doing with an arse on? Then you, you don't rate yourself for a bit. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right, um, maybe let's move on to another question. Thank you very much, Marina, um, for helping us out with that one. Um, we've got quite a few more questions to get through. Are there any, is there anyone else who wants to be a guest on A Fresh Take? Okay, Ellie? fine. Okay, Ellie, um, welcome to A Fresh Take. I believe that you've been on the radio before. I have, um, but, second but want... time now. Amazing. Do you want to just fill us in who you are and why you think you're prepared to give advice and whether it's changed since the last time you were on? Um, so, who I am? I'm Ellie. I'm also a student at Claire, first year, Natsuki. Um... Why am I more qualified? The last time I was on was like two months ago now. Oh my God, that's ages. Um, um, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself through self-reflection during lockdown. You know, I've been thinking a lot of like, I've had a lot of existential crises. Uh, I feel like I've managed to work through. So I've got some advice on that that I could do. I think you said something similar about existential crises last time you were on the show. So that seems yeah. like a running theme. <laughs> yeah so maybe nothing has changed but <laughs> perfect okay um here's a question that i am not very confident in because first of all it's written in aggressive caps with three question marks at the end um and secondly it uses a slang word that i haven't heard of and that i'm, I'm interested <laughs> to know actually arginelli if you've heard of it but i did look it up but let's just test um so the question is does simping work? Arjun, have you, have you heard of this word? Not only have I heard it, I believe, I do believe I embody it. I am. What? <laughs> I'm joking, of course. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm, I'm really fascinated to, to, Ellie, have you heard of this word? I, I feel like I, I've heard of it, but I don't, I couldn't describe it to you. Like, I feel like we need to do like a formal definition. And people I don't think... know what to say. I think I know what, well, hold on, I'm not even on the thingy. I, I know this word. But... Yeah, I, I know this word as well because of Reddit. <laughs> Can we get the yeah, official exactly. um, Union of Claire students definition of, of simp? So what it is, it's basically origin is to do with like, um, so have you, like, you know, those like e-girls on the internet, like there's a few derogatory, slightly misogynistic terms for um, women gamers that like go on 
like Twitch or something and then like play games and then like, but kind of like, it's clearly they're not passionate about the games. They're just kind of sitting there like with their boobs out, um, <laughs> like basically talk, like guilting the viewers who like, they appeal to the male gaze and then they guilt their viewers into giving them money. Josh like, and I are very familiar with that as most of a fresher take. <laughs> and so basically simping refers to the guy basically like kissing up to this woman that's not worth it kind of thing you know like so being like sort of like um I don't know like being really it will come to me like like just sort of like sucking up to them and being like, oh my gosh, everything you're doing is amazing. Of course, I'll give you 50 pounds, like that kind of thing, you know. Um, that's basically what simping refers to. Um, yeah. Question is, have you heard about it in this context? Well, first of all, Josh, I must say you're looking really, really nice today. And that's, you know, you're looking lovely. Your hair's looking great. And yeah, yeah, that's the context I've heard it in, yeah. <laughs> okay, well... Um, for a second, I thought, where has this sudden, genuine <laughs> niceness come from? And then I realised that you were doing a bit about simping. Well, I have an issue with the question because does simping work is just like, is, is being a nice person, like, does that get people to like you? Of course. Well, listen to this because this is what I read, because I hadn't heard of it, and this is what I read on menshealth.com. <laughs> Oh, I'm not, no. not sure why men, <laughs> men's health are covering this issue. A reputable source. Absolutely. So this is what men's health said. Um, simping is a term used by a group of young men who are, frankly, entitled assholes for a man that puts himself in a subservient, submissive position under women in hopes of winning them over. So they have a pretty, they seem to think it's a derogatory term, which I would agree with from what I've just heard from Abby, Arjun and men's health. So the question, does simping work, I think is the, is the question, um, perhaps from a rather masculine, problematic standpoint, yeah. of does, does just um, sucking up to women work? So I don't know whether this question is particularly even worth covering, considering <laughs> the fact that it is clearly from a young man who is, frankly, an entitled arsehole. Like, I've noticed when it comes to the memes that people are sort of translating it from not even um, like the excessive subservience, whatever people are even saying, like just being a nice guy or a simp, like it's a like a massive meme, and it's like, wow, you respect women, simp, that kind of thing. And so obviously the definition seems to vary, but whichever like whichever definition you take, there's something problematic about it. Like it's either against men putting in them, themselves like below women or like in a subservient position or against men just being nice to women like it's just a bit weird I think like um I don't think it's a good term the memes aren't very funny like I don't know either way whoever's asking needs to yeah it's probably an entitled article. <laughs> Josh do you ever do you think you've ever seen someone simping and simping in these loose quotation marks um I think you know how they say that when you don't have the vocabulary for something, you often don't identify it. Um, I think the fact that this word exists will often make people identify something that isn't there. So the fact that I never knew it means that I probably just didn't, it's not even on my radar, which is a good thing because I don't think it is something 
from what from what I'd be saying, I don't think it's something that's particularly distant. What do you think, Arjun? I agree. I think that um, it's always it's always a bit lame when we try and like categorize these things. It's always problematic, isn't it? To be like this method is this like this thing is simping or like this thing. You know, who cares? So yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, let's go on to uh, a question which is not from an entitled um, chauvinist pig. Um, so this question, then, Ellie, let's stay with you as our as our guest, since we didn't properly. That wasn't a question noteworthy <laughs> enough. So here's the question. Um, my boyfriend. Oh, sorry. Can we have a name, please, Ellie? Oh, um, right. I'm going to go with Jade. Because I was looking at my plant, which is called Jade. Jade, shout out there to the plant. Jade asks, my boyfriend got a haircut. <laughs> okay, my, Jade asks, my boyfriend got a haircut and I'm no longer sexually attracted to him. What should I do? <laughs> episode for a sitcom, because that is like a classic end of sitcom Arjun, just, just take off your hat for us. No, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> we had this moment before we came on air where I, I said that I was going to go and get a hat because I was embarrassed about my hair. So you did chop it all off? I did chop it all off. <gasps> I'm, I'm, it's, it's going back, like, it's a bit longer now, but I don't, I don't like it. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, no longer, I'm no longer attracted to myself. <laughs> and I'm breaking up with myself. So I understand exactly how you feel, Jade. Um, Ellie, initial reactions, any thoughts for Jade? Um, I think that's hilarious. Like, <laughs> so suddenly they get a haircut and you're not sexually attracted to them anymore. That's so, like, random. I guess you can always, like, I feel like I understand in that, like, I think hair is a big part of, like, someone's look. But, like, this is your boyfriend, your partner. I'm sure you don't just, I, mean, I guess they're not saying that they don't like them anymore. They're saying they're not sexually attracted to them anymore. But I feel like there's more than just, like, hair. Contribute to someone's like what makes someone sexually attractive. I don't know. Do you think Ellie, wig, that we can just get with him in the dark? Do you think we can just put a hat on his head and be done with it? Just cover it up. It, it'll grow out. Like I don't see. It. I feel like this is not a deal breaker. Like hair grows fairly quickly. I think it would be. You could try something. You can make it like a fun thing in the bedroom. Like bring some wigs. Have some fun with it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously did not think your advice would go this way, but um, <laughs> fair enough. Um, you make like a role-playing thing, anyway. <laughs> so, Arjun, if you had a partner, um, and yeah. you went ahead and cut your hair, as you, as you did, um, and they said to you, that does not look good, what would you, would you be like, how dare you? Or would you be We've like, got to remember as well, as not only did I have this monstrous haircut, but I also had a moustache. Um, which is a very interesting, exciting and interesting look. Um, I would be slightly offended. I don't know. I don't think you can like, it doesn't matter because I'm not going to see them for such a long time. I just feel like, <laughs> I guess my, I my fundamental question is, I mean, like, hence why I don't have a partner. <laughs> like, does this, does this question suggest that there's something wrong deeper down in the relationship? If this is, a big deal break to them and probably they're probably just overthinking them maybe they've had initial reaction they've seen it they're like oh that doesn't really look very great but i'm sure like you'll get over it and if they don't then yeah it's probably symptomatic of a bigger issue does anyone yeah go on Arjun. 
lots of relationships exist just for other people's hair, you know? Do they? Yeah, of course. Cleopatra and Mark, Mark Antony. That was all about Mark Antony's luscious locks. As was a his- he bald? Was he bald? But I was thinking, like, in terms of people whose hair is quite iconic, male figures in the media. Timothy Chalamet. If he suddenly yeah. went bald, would that be an issue? This is funny. I was on my Instagram recommended page, like there was a bald photo of Timothy Chalamet, and everyone, all, everyone was everyone was simping underneath the photo. Like, did you you know when the Beatles got a haircut? Like they have they have their like iconic hairdo, and there was this yeah. whole craze of like selling Beatles merchandise that was like, um, kind of, yeah, all like messy and stuff. It's hair is just like hairstyles are just a social construct, right? So really, we've got to, we've got to like assume that it's pretty arbitrary. Like people wore mullets, so it what's effective can change, and you just got to reframe that in your head. Fair enough. That's pretty good advice for Jade. There. Um, does anyone else have any parting thoughts for Jade? Um, to tell her either or him either to uh, get over it or to uh, break up if you feel that strongly. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. So, Ellie, thank you very much for joining us. Um, do we have, we still have lots of questions to get through. Do we have anyone else? I've got Liam Elliot Brady at the bottom there to get a I am. perspective. Liam, welcome. Um, Hello. Long time friend of the show. Like yes. A, second time. So, Liam, um, we've had you on before, but could you please just give us a brief background? Yes. Who are you and why are you prepared to give advice? Okay, um, I'm Liam. I'm a first-year AIM student at Clare. I'm not entirely sure I'm qualified to give advice, but I'm going to give it my best go. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Liam, do you think that you've gained life experience since you were on the radio with us? Uh, absolutely not. Nothing much has changed in my life. <laughs> Are you, how's your financial situation, Liam? Are you, um, have you given any more money? dire. I mean, I don't have <laughs> anything don't have any life expenses but i uh, still find myself broke have you have you had to sell your webcam to, to kind of just to get by no <laughs> i'm on my phone right now actually it's I've just <laughs> come out of the shower though so uh, <laughs> what's yeah. how's your hair doing how's your head situation i mean i can show like the top of my head but uh nothing more <laughs> okay liam um we need a name please a name yes please um Brian. It's my dad's name. Brian. Shout out to Brian. Brian asks. <laughs> okay. I end up losing I end up losing my kippah quite regularly on nights out. You what? So with people who aren't familiar with this, it is a Jewish religious item that you wear on your head. Oh, of course, of course, okay. And this sure is the question. I end up losing it quite regularly on nights out. It's becoming a serious problem. And it's quickly eating up into my student loan. I go, <laughs> I go to Danger Spoons, it falls off. I look over Clare Bridge at the amazing view, it falls off. Oh, and no. don't tell me to wear those cuck clips. That would never be me. <laughs> I personally think that if the college is going to provide sanitary products and free condoms, it should provide capot to everyone who needs it. Wow, that's quite a leap. <laughs> um... 
Liam, thoughts Not on the comparison free. there between uh, offering free um, sexual health equipment and... Um, um, mm, I don't know, I'd have uh, to hear their argument, but um, <laughs> fun first listening, it doesn't sound great. It doesn't sound incredibly sensitive, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm willing to be have my mind changed. I'm just very interested in the characterization of hair clips as the, the, the cuckoldom of hair clips, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I've got Jewish friends who use hair clips. Yeah. Justice for the hair clips is what I say. Exactly, they're fine. They make sense because it doesn't fall off like that, but sure. Now, I've actually got the answer to this. Oh. Um, I've just realised, as a uh, Jew myself, mm-hmm. um, I had to wear a kippah the entirety of my secondary school career as it was in the uniform. And oh. I had the secret to this which was get a kippah, which has embroidered underneath it a slot for a clip. Ah, so invisible clips. Invisible, yet effective. Mm. Did people like take off each other's heads? Was that like an episode for young boys to start pranking each other? Well, the irony was that when you walked into the school, you would see everyone, all the boys just put their kippah on. And the second they walked in, and the second they walked out, they would take it off again. So mm. it was a bit of a farce. But yeah, there was a lot of frisbeeing. There was a lot of um, chucking it down staircases, trying to land it on people's heads. Um, probably disrespectful, I would say, if nothing probably. else. But mm-hmm. I want to I get to a question that is perhaps more relevant to our wider audience. Mm. Um, or maybe not, because it's so. Not so you're, just to say, the official fresh take line is sew a hair clip into the middle of it and get okay. over your hair clip. Yeah, just as fair. I mean, how uh, much do these cost? Um, well, you can get them up to ten thousand oh, pounds. Um, okay. No, I'm joking. Um, nah. <laughs> but yes, so let's try and get to a question that is more relevant. Um, Liam, another name, please. Um, Anthony. Anthony. Yes. Anthony asks, I slept with a guy on my course and then we never Ah. spoke again. How do I stop lectures being really awkward? In brackets, also why did he air me, lol? Okay, I've I've (laughs) never been in this predicament, so. Well, neither Um, have I and Arjun, I don't think you have either. I've avoided this by um, merit of not going to lectures. So. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, yeah, that's the only that's way that you manage to avoid it. Good, good tactic there. Um, why do you think, Arjun, um, do you think there is a way out of this other than taking your tactic? Uh, I think that you can be like, pretty self-deprecating about it. You can just be like, remember that one time we slept together, right? Ha, that was funny. Really? Fair yeah, enough. or have an honest open chat, either one. Really? Yeah. I'm quite surprised, actually. Really? I mean, that is obviously good advice, but... What if you try and start having the chat, Liam, and then the lecture starts, and it's on something really unsexy? Do you know what I mean? And it just completely kills the mood. Like, it's on some subjects, and it's just like, you're just sitting there, and you just think, wow. I honestly can't relate. All of my lecture subjects are really, really sexy, so... (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm just trying to empathise with Josh That's for you. Um, yeah, does, uh, d- Liam, you suggest an open chat. Um, yeah. So you want to try that out then and see what, how it would work? Oh, okay. 
Okay, so Josh, I think you should be the person he's had a one night stand with, and I'll be the lecturer. Okay. So Liam, you come up to me, sit next to me in the lecture hall. I'm like, oh. Hey there, Anthony. Um, hi. Hi. Cleopatra. So, mm, do you have anything to say to me? Uh, wait, am I the one giving the honest advice? The honest, yeah, um, yeah. the honest. You, yeah. Why you put that on me? You're, You're the, the one who gave the advice. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 okay. I've never been in this kind of chat. I don't okay. know. Okay. So I've now got to take your role and despite not advising this, to give an honest conversation. Yeah, go for it. Okay, um, Cleopatra, um, do you remember that time? Uh, well, of course you remember, it was the best night of my life. Mm. But, well. Um, uh, well. Uh, right, guys, we're ready to start. Our lecture today is on, on rocks. <laughs> um, lots of different types of rocks. Uh, mm. Rocks that form underneath the ground. Um, Sedimentary rocks. Yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, I think so. <laughs> that's a very good. Who's? Oh, he's a lovely boy sitting next to you. Uh, he's Anthony. We're not oh, friends. What do you guys think about um, sedimentary rocks? You know, the, when two rocks combine together to make one more beautiful rock than the sum of its parts. I'm I not think... entirely sure that's what a sedimentary rock is. I I'm getting a thumbs sometimes... up from Ellie. So, listen. He's le still correct. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lecture, I think that sometimes when two rocks, you know, they might join for one night. Mm. And after that, <laughs> they doesn't mean that they have to be blown apart forever. Exactly. I, I, uh, I, see, I see by one night you mean four million years, four billion years. Well, whatever, four million, what felt like four million years to me, but it felt like that to you, right? Cleopatra as well, four million. Four it million did feel years. that long. <laughs> I'm not sure that was a compliment or not. Um, but sure, it's not going very well. No, it's, it's gone poorly. Well. It's gone poorly. I'm taking my, my lecture half. Um, Take so it does, off. does anyone else on, on this call here um, feel like they would have a better attempt at an honest conversation? I'm telling you, yeah. like, we need to get over this whole one night stand thing and be civil, okay? Yeah. Oh hi hi um hi hi Mark Anthony how you, how you doing come sit here I've, I've saved your space wait 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 sorry am I the awkward one and um, what's your name I'm Cleopatra I can't even remember that we spent oh, time together <laughs> oh I mean yes no of course I remember you um yeah okay cool I'll sit next to you I thought <laughs> I, <just> <laughs> I <laughs> thought you I thought I was why are you being so friendly. Oh, sorry. I was not. I'm not supposed to be not funny. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. We, I thought it was supposed to be awkward between us. You just okay. friended me. No problems. <laughs> okay. Um. Hi. <clears throat> oh, hi. Um. Hi, Cleopatra. Um. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Cool. Um. Do you mind if I sit next to you? You know, lecture's about to start. No one else is there. No. No. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, how yeah. have you been? I haven't seen you since, you know, um, last time I saw you. I had to go to the clinic to um, <laughs> just just to pick up some things, my friend. That was fun. That was a good story. I'll tell you about that sometime. Maybe now. How 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 about, how about your, yourself? How are you? How, <laughs> you're looking. You're looking. You're, you're. We've we've both seen better days. Like. Right. I mean. 
I or I just got a new, new haircut. You <laughs> okay, Anthony, like Anthony, that. Anthony, I have to, I have to be honest here. All right. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> why can't we just? What happened to us, man? We used to be so close. What happened? I think honestly, what happened last time? It was, it was the best night of my life. Really? I think we should do it again. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Let's go. Wait <laughs> now. <laughs> okay, um, Arjun, I, I loved your little uh, implication there, followed by the pullback. Um, very clever. Had me, had me on the ropes for sure. Yeah. Gosh, um, that was exciting, wasn't it? And um, you think that that was the good, best way to go. Are you happy with what you, how how that's turned oh, out? Oh yeah, that was sick. I mean, we ended up with round two, so I feel like this was the best way you could have ended that situation. To be honest, Arjun, I thought that you were simping. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, no, I thought that went better than certainly my and Liam's conversation, um, which Liam I think is to blame for. Um, but let's let's Sorry, maybe don't worry. Um, let's um, maybe move on. And thank you very much, Liam, for helping us out with that question. And and Ellie as well. No Absolutely. Um, we've got some more questions to get through. We've had a few guests. Does anyone want to be our next guest here who hasn't been one yet on Fresher Take answering questions from needy university students? Abby, you haven't been an official guest yet, but um, you're welcome to be now. Sure. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think everyone will have something to say about this question. Um, Abby, can we have a name, please, first? Emily? Emily, okay, perfect. Emily asks, Zoom seminars are quite possibly the most awkward things in the world. How do I get through a whole hour of no one contributing anything? Ooh. This is a great, yeah, just silence after you say that. It's just <laughs> the current state of like Zoom seminars, doesn't it? Like we are literally on a Zoom call now. Like this is not a great start. Um, well, we don't have like seminars, but we've had um, like for engineering, we get supervisions and there's like three of us and the supervisor. And sometimes the supervisor is just like, who wants to answer this question? And everyone just kind of sits there like, yeah. No, no. <laughs> and then like, I don't know like exactly how like seminars work, but we just get picked on and like forced to answer. So, um, but it is just like super awkward in those little gaps where no one like wants to volunteer because it is really weird sort of, I think talking into the void because it's like when you're in person, it's like a bit easier to talk. Whereas like, because of all the delays and stuff, like someone might pause and then you think they finished speaking and then like, you don't know if you want to jump in and it, yeah, it is really messy. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to like, yeah, I'm not sure about how to deal with like a whole hour of just like deadly silence that I've never had that. So oh. I had a uh, seminar the other day and the, the, in, the guy introduced it and then there were a few people who were supposed to like present on the topic. And then he was like, right, we're going to open this up to the floor now. And then he opened it up to the floor and he just, he just dropped it on the floor for like five minutes and not like no one said anything for a really, really long time. And after the first minute, you're just like, right, the ship's sailed. We're just going to sit here in silence. And like this poor old man who's just like trying to lead this seminar, clearly having his heart broken. And then 
calls on someone, he's like, um, oh, you, what do you think about this? He's like his favorite in the class. And they say, I don't have any thoughts. And then we go back to silence. Oh, God. So I know exactly what this question feels. My solution here is just to say things that come to your mind. Like, they don't even have to be relevant to the, what you're talking about. Just get the conversation started again. You know? That's such a humanities answer, though, I feel like. Because yeah, when... No, no, I think it works for engineering. You know, Abby gets asked, you know, what do you think about this bridge here? And <laughs> she, you know, she says, well, I don't have many thoughts about the bridge, but what did you, what do you think of my new haircut? And then <laughs> they can talk for a while. Okay. In, I, I think I rate that. Um to some degree because it However, cuts through the genuinely it cuts through the awkwardness doesn't it it's kind of like the part of it is it's just like acknowledging it's a slightly absurd situation and then you can warm into it yeah that's interesting actually because i think acknowledging the awkwardness is really good my tactic what i've taken to doing in uh, group seminars is um when the teachers no one's answering i'll just go awkward <laughs> um and then everyone will be like who said that but apparently your screen like lights up in green when you've said something which i didn't realize so i actually got kicked out of multiple zoom meetings right but okay. other than that um i think your your trick is flawless sergeant well my one of my other issues is that when something funny happens in the seminar i always the people who i'm familiar with i try and like make eye contact with them i'm like and i and in my head they're making eye contact with me when they like i see their face smile a bit but they could just be looking at someone else. What if they're cheating on me with, you know, someone else? <laughs> with a different box. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a Zoom seminar the other day, and I've got to say, I have a massive tendency in Zoom seminars to just zone out completely from what is being said. And they were asking a question, there were only like five of us in the class, and I zoned out completely, and I hadn't answered a question in ages, and no one was saying anything. And I just had a guess at what they asked, even though I did not hear what they said. And by an absolute miracle, I was correct. Um, so I answered a question by guessing, and it turned out it was the exact question asked, and I felt like an absolute hero. So I think maybe just what guess. Story? What was that? I didn't catch that. Sorry, I was just something. something else. <laughs> um, Have a guess. <laughs> Have a guess. Yeah, that's, yeah, I agree. If you're a humanities student, it doesn't matter. As long as you know what the title of what you're supposed to be talking about is, just say something. I don't know. <laughs> scientists but that's a whole that's your problem because you picked a terrible terribly difficult degree fair enough um i'd like to get to we've got about five minutes to go i'd like to get to a section which we call prepared advice at the end of the show first of all thank you very much abby actually for helping out with that question um you're welcome so prepared Ooh, advice yeah. pardon no matter um <laughs> that was a classic zoom scenario um, I think that um, I've got to decide whether I'm going to leave that in for posterity or edit it out when it goes online. Um, that awkward silence. So, prepared advice at the end of mm. at the end of the um, show. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> we did so well for 15 minutes, and now it's just a shambles. <laughs> what even is that sound? It's coming from Liam. Um, anyway. Oh shit, sorry, I'm doing some flashcards. <laughs> well, that is one way. That is, that is not how it was. That's not our advice for this whole Zoom scenario. So, right. So what we do at the end of every show is we give prepared advice, which is our guests and us 
um, say something in general that they've learned recently or that they think help, will help people out in their lives. So I want to open it up to the floor. If you're muted on Zoom, if you press spacebar, it temporarily unmutes you. That's my tip of the week. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if I dreamed it or if it's um, or if it's actually true, but I think I dream. I don't know if it's a dream, but if your if your camera is off and you hold F five, does it turn it on temporarily, or was that in my dream? Do you want to have a test now? A test yeah. run. I think test it might. Run. I think it might actually have been in my dream. Yeah. No. Yeah. That it is. is a beautiful dream. <laughs> that is a great dream. <laughs> An unbelievably specific dream that was. I also rarely remember specific details, and yet that one I did remember. You're welcome, guys. Well, the okay, good so advice that was our first board. piece of advice, mystical and dreamlike. Um, Josh, what's, what's yours before you open up to the... Um, I'm trying to think, actually, what my specific piece of advice is now. I'm thinking, just looking out my window, it's going to be something to do with the, the fact that the weather's getting really, really nice. So try and, try and do as much work as you can outside because it's quite easy to be cooped up in your room doing work. But if you have a garden, if you're lucky enough to have one, or front garden, or whatever, um, then I would say just spend as much time as you can outside because it is really good for your mood. Um, yeah, so does anyone else from the floor have any general advice or something that they've learned or any observations um, that they'd like to um. give? I actually do. I have something that I've done very recently and I actually feel like it's kind of like picked my mood up a lot. I made like, when I was feeling a bit sad about not being at Cambridge, I made a bucket list of all the things that I wanted to do when I got back to Cambridge. And it's really long. Some of it's like become a blues and then the next thing will be like get a Sunday at Fitzbilly. So it's just completely random collection of things that I want to do. I feel like one of them was like, I've kind of put in some things that are achievable for me to do while I'm at online uni as well. Like I made one that was like write a tab article, which I did do. And I feel like it's just sort of given me some sort of goals to work towards. And it's just really fun. I really like it. Ellie, can you, can we tell the story of the little hiccup in your, in that <laughs> part of your bucket list? We can. I'm, wait, which, wait, which part of my bucket list? Wait, the, the tab article that you wrote. Oh yeah, talk about it. Um, <laughs> I'm over it now. At the time, I was so horrified by what I'd done. Okay, let me explain. So, for anyone who doesn't know, I wrote an article on Tab about um, like reviewing some random Netflix movies I watched. And like, I made this whole joke that I thought was hilarious in that I had two movies that I thought had Tom Hanks in it. And throughout the whole thing, I repeatedly like spell his name wrong until the point where I get to like hanky-tanky. And I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever written. And then I'm complaining about this to Josh right before it's about to be posted. He reads it and he tells me that I wasn't even talking about Tom Hanks the entire time. I'd missed, I'd confused Bill Murray and Tom Hanks in this article. Two editors reviewed it, didn't notice. It got posted and I refer with a picture of Bill Murray to him as Tom Hanks so many times. What was That's genius? I was absolutely cracking up at home. <laughs> What happened was um, Ellie sent me the article as soon as it had gone up and I was like, okay, I'll read it. It was really good. And then, but I noticed because I've seen Lost in Translation um, and I noticed that it has, Ellie had said Tom Hanks <laughs> and it was quite a key part of the article. So I was like, I don't know what to do because it might be crushing um, <laughs> for Ellie if I told her the first article. Was, it was a was, little bit. was wrong. So I, I sent her saying just like, look up the cast for uh, <laughs> for that film. I knew as soon as you said that, I knew what I'd done. <laughs> and I the message... I was going to check 
the cast of Lost in Translation. And the message to me was, uh, I think I might jump off a cliff. <laughs> I might jump off a cliff. <laughs> the dangers of bucket list, eh? The dangers of bucket list. So, double check everything, perhaps, should also be your advice. Um, yeah. Perfect. So, we're nearly at the end of the show. Um, I have one more question, actually, Arjun, that I want to address. Um, since you have been today and certainly for the last two terms, to a certain extent, a, uh, a visitor and a welcome visitor of the Claire community. The question here is, Claire or Kings? Oh, you know you're putting me in a tough position there because I spent half of my life bitching about how much I dislike Kings. Um, no, I'll be, I love Claire. It's got, it's got a real special place in my, in my heart. But there is something about how terrible Kings is, which is slowly making me really like Kings. So maybe, just maybe, I'm going to say Kings for once, as much as it pains me to say. Oh, I should have just said that, and he's winked to me. Yeah, um, this is, yeah. <laughs> I've got my clear scarf on underneath. You just, it's just like off screen. You can't see it. Um, Amazing. Try to change um, colour on me. <laughs> what a shame. Well, you're welcome anytime. So um, we've got, do you think, Abby, we have like two minutes? Because there is actually one more thing I could... I could. Yeah. You okay. Could, yeah. Two minutes. And Arjun, this is a question for you. Um, you've been doing the show for a while with me. What is one main topic that you can pick out that you think is most important to people? Uh, relationships. I would say. What, about, what, what do you think that's come up? The thing that comes up the most is relationships. Like, okay. romantic, I would say. And anything in specifically about that, or just in general, any whether to break up was, has come up a few times. Yeah, general unhappiness in relationships seems to be the driver of our show. Well, keep being unhappy, otherwise we'll be out of business. Um, I think, I'm joking, I think that um, one thing that what was on my mind actually was um, just general social anxiety and social situations which come up all the time um, and that everyone feels. Um, so just as a, like a really wholesome end to the show, I would say, like amalgamating all our advice over however many episodes we've done, 15, 20, um, about social anxiety is that it's, everyone has it and the, the sheer volume of emails we've had about it, um, and doubting yourself in social situations is that it's just common to everyone in humanity. Um, so um, I think that's especially important to keep in mind when we have like a prolonged period of kind of. Um, not existing in the social sphere and I think often these like anxieties can grow uh, and especially like in times of quarantine I think it's definitely a good time to remind yourself that actually like a lot of people experience it and it's like you know something to get through. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, thank you very much Arjun for being here as always. Um, thank you very much to all our guests as well who've been on the show today um, and if you want to listen to A Fresher Take, all the episodes from our podcast up on Spotify under A Fresher Take um, will be on CAMFM, hopefully, when we go back, whenever we do, to Cambridge. Um, and if you want to ask questions that we'll get to every week, you can email afreshertake at gmail.com. Um, and yes, yeah, so thanks very much for listening and for being here. And also, please, please, please donate to um, the uh, UCS, uh, UCS uh, fundraiser um, for the NHS. Um, I think you're nearly a thousand pounds, which is incredible. And well done, especially to Abby and the whole of the UCS for letting us do this. Um, thank you very much. And we will hopefully see you next week.
And if you have a question, please submit it to a fresher take at gmail.com and we'll get to it on the next show. See you then.